All right. Thank you, BBS Radio, for making it possible for this conference call to be broadcast live over the internet. Today it is April the 18th, 2022. My name is Gijs Minderhout, located in Los Molinos, California. I welcome you all. The Monday evening wildcard, a one-hour show with Winfrey, located in Sedona, Arizona. Like I said, as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. And we wait for people to call in and for Winfrey and Terry Brown to call in as well. Thank you all for being here. Happy Monday to you. And right after this one hour show, we go over to a different phone line for our daily Whole Planet Healing Gathering. And BBS will broadcast that as well here on this station. So if you are interested, right after this show, hang in there. BBS will call in to the other conference call and broadcast the whole planet healing as well. We do the whole planet healing seven days a week from 7 p.m. Pacific till about 8. We gather and we go through a few sections where initially we have someone volunteering Cecil usually who calls in the lights for protection. Then we have Win and Terry speak for a few minutes, whatever is on their mind. Then we go to an excerpt from past channeling which is being read by Bonnie Penners in Corona, California. And then we move over to Jennifer in Greenberg, Pennsylvania, who goes over the current list the, in the last 24 hours of earthquake and volcano activity, which we, as a group, send calming energies, and then we open up the phone lines where all the participants have the option to put something what is on their mind into this energy field. After that, when does a planetary visualization where he brings up issues that we also want to send our energy for the highest and greatest good of all those things that have been put in the love light to be accomplished. We did have another caller joined in. Welcome to the conference call. If you want to, feel free to say name and location. And two more people. Welcome. If you want to, feel free to say name and location. 
Hi, hi. This is Bonnie in California. Welcome, Bonnie. And 
that was 20 years ago, and we're still asking them questions. And every Sunday morning, we have a live session with them. And um, and you can hear, we've, we have thousands of sessions, and it's like we've developed a library of information about how the universe works that has never been in this realm. And it took me a few years to believe all this. We've had miracles. We, we have understandings of how miracles work. We have people who can feel their energy on our lines and um, have personal transformations. And you have tuned into it right here. And you can't believe it the first time you hear it. But if you keep coming back, you'll see how consistent everything builds upon itself. And and you might even feel their energy or have a synchronicity or a miracle concerning it. So um, we've been doing this for 20 years, and we're doing it. We pay out of pocket so that we can be on BBS radio, except we owe them money this month. And Don is very nice. Uh, we were one of his first shows. And um, I think we're ready to officially start. Okay? All right. So, uh, I'm still not on the right. Muted. Are you ready, man? Ready. So, it is uh, April 18th. The recording has started. Thank you. This is April 18th, 2022. And, um... This is our Monday night wildcard line. We actually do five calls on BBS radio. And they're all different. You know, we don't just, most of them are different. And um, it's not a normal broadcast. And I was talking just before we started the recording. And they're saying, we've been having these conversations with this source that says they're the Council of Elohim, which is one of the words for God in the Old Testament. The name the Mormons use for God. And supposedly, the creators of the universe. So, Are we really talking to the Elohim? Um, guys, did you get on the console? Hello, guys. Yes, I'm on it. You're on the console? Yes. Okay. 
I don't seem to be getting on the console correctly, so just pay attention then, because then I can't do anything. All right. Um, but just imagine how they described themselves. This is this voice that's talking to me through my partner, Terry Brown. Just imagine. Imagine that was talking to you. What would you do? Um, I didn't know what to do. It took me, it's taken me years to even begin to figure it out. But we keep doing something. And, um, they explained themselves to be, now it's hard to put this into words, but I'll try to say it, uh, bubbles of energy awareness that existed before there was a universe. And there's millions of them. They're a, a, a breakaway from what they call the one infinite creator, which was the first awareness. And these awarenesses can expand, and I'm quoting them, to be as big as a universe or as small as an atom. And for some strange reason, they chose to talk to me. And they went out of their way to do that. And I couldn't figure out why. And also, I couldn't believe they were who they said they were. And it had to prove itself to me, really. And it did. And that was it's been 20 years doing this, okay? And I would have given it up a long time ago if I had not been convinced that they were real. How did I convince myself? <clears throat> First, we've had numbers of phenomena or miracles that were inexplicable. When come first to your mic. Get closer to my mic. Yes, yes. Okay, is that better? Yes, thank you. Okay. Second, in the way they answer questions, they have been totally consistent for this whole period of time. I mean, they go deeper into it, but they, 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 they can catch up with anything they said 20 years ago. And uh, it's all a big stream. We have explanations for things that have never been explained so clearly, like um, how does reincarnation work? What happens when we die? Why is our planet so screwed up right now? Um, and more. And yesterday, every Sunday morning, we do a live conversation with them, and I pick a topic. 
And sometimes people on the call help pick a topic. And on Wednesday night, people submit questions, and we ask their questions. And Terry channels the answers. And really, the only way to confirm this for yourself is to be curious enough to listen to our calls and read our materials. And if you think we're full of it, then go away. But it, it, it takes more than, usually for most people, it takes more than one shot to say, oh my God, this is real. Because if they are who they say they are, it's such an epic event it's hard to believe, even for me, that I'm in the middle of it. But I am. And, uh, and the people who come to our calls get in the middle of it. They feel their energy. And, you know, what, what I get is that their mission is to make a contribution to our planet right now which is in desperate need of this kind of contribution. If you um, keep up with current events and alternative explanations, you've probably heard people talk about the New World Order, the Illuminati, the Cabal, the Negative Elite. And from everything I've learned, that is real. And there are people on this planet that would just assume bring the entire planet down. And they have their agenda with it. And that's not what we talk about on this call. It's just it's just part of the reason it's so important to get their assistance at this time. Because if I didn't have it, I'd be a little nervous in this realm right now with all the things going on. And I think one of the things that has really anchored itself in me is the idea that this is one life amongst many could be many, many, many. And every lifetime, we forget everything. Except we have the same soul. And our soul, on some level, remembers everything. And and um, we bring through what, what carries through from one lifetime to the next? Talent. If you develop certain talents, you, it doesn't mean you've developed them or, or nurtured them in this place. But if you did and you found yourself 
um, being really uh, masterful of something in rather quick time, chances are that you have done that in a previous life. Okay? And another thing is when you meet somebody who you knew in a previous lifetime and you had a good relationship with them, it's very likely that you'll continue that good relationship. And if you had a bad relationship with them, it's very likely you'll continue that bad relationship that will repeat. And then another thing that carries through is what's commonly known as karma, okay? Karma is carried in your soul stream, and it has to do with everything you did that was good and everything you did that was bad, okay? And... And when I use the words good and bad, it's probably not even the appropriate words, okay? Uh, probably better to use positive and negative. Because what's happening is you are in a constant state of balancing between worlds worlds, and you don't know it. Part of you exists right now in other dimensions, and you usually don't know it. Now, people start to develop their sensitivity to those things. Sometimes can tune in that stuff in other realms and and we could call them psychics okay we could call them mediums they can even have people talk through them like Terry does who were on in other realms and communicate with us. Now, the sources we're talking to, they don't want to be worshipped. They don't want to be exalted. They just want to make a contribution. And they need someone, in fact, a lot of someone in this realm. So, they have 
can you say it? Uh, a footprint here. And, and they're using us. to help them with the footprint. Not because they want something from here, but because they want to help. They really want to help. They can tune in to everyone on this line. And they do. They're paying attention to each of you on this line right now while I'm talking about them. And, and we've had some of these where they prove that, okay, um, where, you know, I tell the story of Raiden over and over again, where he was in Taos, Mexico, and uh, he had been listening to us on BBS radio. And he'd been listening for a year, and he was saying to himself, are those guys for real? Can this really be true? And he heard me say, they were on the line, and they were listening and paying attention to everybody. And... So in his mind, he asked the question. And, and he was speaking to himself. If you're real, could you answer my question? And the next thing that happened was he was listening on BBS radio and they answered his question. This is after listening to us for a year. And the next day, he drove to Sedona. He wanted to meet us and then he ended up moving. And you can't help but learn things if you pay attention to our work, to our calls, you can't help it. You know, unless you totally close down and say, this is too crazy, or this violates my religion, or something like that. Otherwise, it's such incredible wisdom that comes from and we are not going to do a channeling on this call. We don't usually do it on Monday. And I call Monday a wild card day. And so we had an Okay, we had an extraordinary session yesterday, and I wanted to have a group discussion about it because I thought, I mean, 
many people were saying after the call, I want to listen to the replay of that And you can, you know, if you're listening on BBS, you'll be able to, I'll give you the instructions to listen to the replay if you want them. And um, it was something that was said, not in our channel, but in a lady who I very much respect, Carla Rucker, who did a series of channelings in the early 1980s, which are called the Raw Sessions, or the Raw Material, or the Raw Law of One Material. It turned into four books. And it's very, very deep. Ra was not the Elohim. Ra is a group soul, also millions of individual souls that went through a series of lifetimes in our realm and eventually graduated from it. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, we were just talking to the Elohim. The Elohim is higher than the Ra group. But there's areas where the Ra group has more wisdom than the Elohim group. And uh, that's because the Elohim group has not had bodies in this realm. And the Ra group has. And so we all have bodies. Those of you who are at the phone press here, here. And um, what you may not know, and I'm saying this for people on BBF, is that this is one lifetime in a series. And the Buddhists have a terminology called getting off the wheel of reincarnation. And that means you graduate the requirement to keep coming back to Earth to have more bodies here. And there's many places to go after you accomplish that. You can still come back to Earth to help other people. You can go to another planet where it's easier than Earth. Or you can create a group or join an assisting group in the higher dimensions that's working on the evolution of the lower dimensions. So there's all these beings that graduated actually from the planet Venus. And they formed a group on the other side. And their mission was to help planetary populations who haven't graduated. And on Sunday, yesterday, we were talking 
to them, the Rod Room. And I had picked something from the pile of record material, and there was a phrase that they said that I was always fascinated with. And the phrase was, in time-space, you can know everything and do nothing. And in space-time, you can know nothing and do everything. Now, we're on planet Earth, and planet Earth would be space-time. And the higher dimension, which is sometimes called the astral plane, would be time-space. And we all go back and forth, back and forth. And even when we're in space-time on Earth, part of us is in the astral, even if we're not aware of it. So, what I kind of got by the statement in time space, you can do, you can know everything and do nothing. And in space time, you can know nothing and do everything. Has to do with the fact that when you're in the astral plane, you can perceive the lower levels and see them fairly clearly. And when you go into the lower levels, most people lose the ability to see clearly what's going on. You're in space time. And your karma is carried both in time, space, and space time. And we come back into this realm to work out our karma or to free ourselves from our karma. But we don't even know that's why we're here. That's what I mean about knowing nothing. We don't know what we've done in the past lifetimes that created karma. And when you're in the astral, you can see it all. But you can't usually change it. It's locked in. And that's why people have another lifetime in the physical, because they want to change things. But once they're here, they don't remember any of that. And so it's a conundrum. It's hard to work out. And I'm going to unmute everybody now if I can figure out how to do that. Just a second here. And hopefully you're not making too much noise. Hang on. 
needed. Now, how many of you that are on the line right now were on the call yesterday? Me. 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 Three people? I don't believe it. That was Come on. <laughs> I am not going to embarrass you, all right? I just want to know how much I have to explain to bring the other people up to speed, okay? Anybody else want to uh, confess? <laughs> And see, I thought I was going to have a conversation. Okay, well, if the three people that said yes, they're willing, was was it clear to you the call yesterday, or did it leave you spinning? Well, it was it was complicated, and it left me spinning, but I pretty much understood it. You did. Okay. And as the and one guy else? that was on, one guy that was on there that that said that that was uh, kind of incorporated the LDS uh, teachings, uh, that applied to me also because uh, a lot of this stuff I've known a good part of my life, and including mm -hmm. that particular subject. You mean on the other side, you know everything? And can do anything? Well, not not in those words, but uh, the idea is that uh, when we're on the other side, we can't we can't change things as much as we can at, at this point because uh, without a body, it's it's harder to it's harder to correct things and change things than when you're here in the physical. You can do that, and so that that's that's kind of what the in my interpretation of what they're trying to get get to, uh, get us to understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, when you really get this, this concept, when you really get it, it kind of lights a fire underneath you, or me anyway, and some of you will end up with a fire under you, because you realize this life is really precious and that you have an opportunity here in your body to make a big shift, not only for other people, but for yourself. Because everything you do has got an energy attached to it. And Either you're making karma, you're clearing karma, or you're coasting. And saying, what am I doing here? Let me get out of here. Now, if you're saying that and coasting, you're missing this opportunity. But you don't know what you're supposed to clear yet. How do you know that? Uh, nobody's telling you. Well, if you're coming to our calls regularly, 
We have a call every Wednesday where you can ask questions. And not that many people have asked that question, yet it's probably one of the most important questions you can ask. Like, what did I come in here to clear? Okay? Let's see. Let's, let's try to give an example of clearing karma. Okay? Um, and we don't know about it normally, but um, we have this thing that we can't figure out. What are we doing with this in my life, right? Why did I have Daphne in my life who started channeling? Why did I have Terry in my life? And I learned some of my past lives. Usually, they don't usually sit there and I said, what's my past life? And then they answer it. Although they might cryptically give you clues. And... um. In my case, they cryptically gave me clues and I figured it out. And I started to put things together. And I could start to understand really clearly why they started talking to me and that I'm doing this, okay? And um, what's another example of karma? Terry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Now, Terry's got a cold, so I'm not going to call on her too much unless she insists. But um, do you want to give an example of good karma and bad karma, let's say? In other words, Good karma is something that comes very easily, and negative karma is like, how did I get into this? You want to give an example? Well, example of good karma might be where, let's say, a person's apartment and. Uh, she uh, going to a house, and there's a baby in the crib, and they, they grab the baby, and they save the baby. <clears throat> and then, um, and, and then, uh, But how, how would that reflect, how would that reflect in their next lifetime, okay? Well, it could reflect even in the, the same lifetime. And then uh, the whole lifetime goes by, and uh, he meets somebody, and uh, the person uh, is that baby that they saved, and uh, they ended up the person um, being very important in their life later on. That that mm-hmm. just could be an example of good karma. Um, 
Uh, I would I would say if you did something like that and it was your habit to do those kinds of things uh-huh. that down the road people would be coming to you and saving you or helping you. Right. Or not. Yeah. You know? Something like that. Right. 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 Yeah. Now, bad and karma. Yeah. Bad karma is if you happen to murder somebody and you meet them and they're living in your garage. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And they hate you. And they hate you. And, and you care about them. You want them to... Uh, or... You know, but there's, it goes deeper than that, this good and, idea of good and bad karma. Because you can have an attitude that you repeat over and over again. And it gets embedded in you. And it's, it may not be a good attitude. Like maybe you lie or cheat. And... Uh, and then you wonder why people shy away from you, you know? Um, right. You know. Let's see. Yeah. And the idea that I got from that time-space is like the other side. And space-time is like this side. And when you die, you go into time-space, which you could call well, the astral. Uh, that's not my understanding, because um, if you, like, to me, like, we are in space-time, which is a band uh, where the time is... Um, runs along a certain timeline and mm-hmm. and then when we um and we we get in our car and we go to the bank i mean wow. that's time that's time space we we we're in a particular time within that space. Anyway, that's my understanding. Well, I think the idea... I could still ask a whole other call of questions about this topic. But one of the things that was clear to me, and the idea is that in time-space, you know everything and can do nothing, and in space well, time. I wouldn't say that you know everything in time space because we're in time space right now, and we don't know everything. However, we have a great range of things we can do by virtue of the fact of being in a body that we couldn't do if we were on the other side. Well, you know what? I don't think what? we're revolving around the same 
point, okay? And, I mean, it's complicated. It's hard to intuitively grasp it. So I'm trying to keep it simple. And, in general, they would call... I mean, the truth is, we're in time, space, and space-time at the same time here. That's but correct. We don't have access to the time-space part. Well, you, know, you might, you might have... Is. You're unusual. You may have that access. But most people don't have that access. When you're in time-space, and when I say you know everything, it doesn't mean you know everything in the universe. But you can know your past lives. You can get a feeling for what you're supposed to learn and what you have to clear in this realm. And you're driven to come back and take a body so you can clear that. And once you're here, you have the ability to clear things but you don't know what you're supposed to clear anymore because you forgot it all, all right? Right. So people get in a dilemma of like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do it? Now, you can you can do a general approach to that and say, I'm going to be of service because if you're of service, you can't help but clear your karma. And if you're not of service, if you're living your life to to cheat and hurt and other people, then you're not going to clear your karma. You're going to probably make more karma, okay? And karma is not I don't believe someone designed this idea of karma and say we're going to make a design of karma and humans are going to have to figure it out. It's 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 an aspect of the law of one that we're all part of each other. We're all one That's energy. That's right. It's an automaticity. It's yeah. like if you if you're doing a, a bunch of other people in over and over, uh, you're creating a huge imbalance in the universe there. Uh, In other words, if you're doing other people in, because we're all one, you're doing yourself in on some level. And then you have to come back and somehow make amends to get back into a balance again. Except you have to figure out what you're supposed to do. You don't know right. that you were. You don't know you were doing other people in, and life can seem really unfair. Why are things so hard for me? And um, so, this idea of in time space. And, you know, I don't want to get into a complication of, like, yes, we're in a physical realm, but part of us is in time-space, which is true, okay? I mean, part of you has a soul. Your soul is probably, I don't know, I'd have to think if I want to say this is true, but it's kind of true. 
Your soul is in time and space. All these aspects of yourself. Yeah, we're in time and space while we have a body here. Yeah, but our our body's here. The the call starts at six. Yeah. So you're trying to balance your life. You want to free yourself from your karma, and you want to graduate from this realm, okay? And you certainly don't want to be entrapped in it. And it's this figuring out where you've done out-of-balance things in the past that has caused your soul to to create a, what's the right word? Some people use the word engram, okay? And I'm not even sure that's the right word. No, I don't think that's the right word. But, but But you have the need to balance something. You don't know what it is, and you know something's going wrong in your life, and you can't fix it, okay? Well, you know, the uh, universe is going to keep telling you. It's going to keep hammering you on the head over and over and over, and then you can take a look at that and see what's going on here. Like, for example, you know, my biggest explanation karma in my own life, one aspect of karma was when I was growing up, my father was always rejecting me. And and as I got older, my shoulders were all hunched, my chest was all tight, and I didn't understand it. Um, I got rejected by other people. I didn't know how to uh, overcome it. And then I learned that my father killed me in another life, okay? And um, that I had a reading years ago, not from me only, from someone else. They explained all this to me, and I knew they were right. How did I know they were right? because it was when I was a troubadour and uh, I wrote a song about it, this life, and I thought the song was from my imagination, okay? And, uh, and when the guy told me this reading, I remembered the song and I said, oh my God, this has got to be true. Because my song told the same story of that past life, essentially. And um, so my father, I had a choice to come into the family. I didn't have to, but I had a choice because he owed me a life. This is the way it was presented to me because he took my life, okay? And, And I wanted to be born in Philadelphia and... I had a connection with him, and so I took that life with him. I chose it. And then he was not happy 
is to see me. Because he thought he got rid of me in this other lifetime. And so he was psychically killing me. Muted. When I was growing up. And when I learned that in this reading, I could see the truth of it. But I wasn't able to still change it, even though I knew what it was. In other words, I crossed the barrier from time, space to space, time of like knowing nothing, nothing and doing everything. And I did not know my father had killed me. I thought he was just very unfair. He didn't appreciate me. He didn't love me. And 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 that it took me quite a few years of working on myself to clear that incident. And I also had to forgive my father so that by the time he died, we were not on the outs with each other, okay? So that's an example of how knowing what happened in a past life and how it got embedded in you and you were carrying it. And I chose the same person that it happened to. And I don't think I knew how hard it was going to be because it was really hard. And uh, and then I was not open. And I'm sure I still have residuals of that past life. And I'm telling the story to explain how you can do everything and know nothing. And when I when I knew that that happened which now I was crossing the barrier of things that I wouldn't normally know, I started the process of forgiving my father, which cleared the karma, okay? And it's time to go to Whole Planet Healing. And if you're listening on BBS, don't move, don't touch the dial. We're going for another hour. Now, you know, we were talking about how we're communicating with these sources on the other side. And to a great extent, our realm is created by the intentions of everybody in it. And psychically, it impacts the field which causes the future. And if enough people shifted their reality and their thoughts, the future would come out differently. And that, I mean, so our planet healing, we create a group energy. Now, we even have a group energy right now. Just as you're all listening to me, and the Elohim is here, even though I don't talk about them, it creates a group energy. But on Whole Planet Healing, 
we make requests for the Elohim and Ra group's assistance with various planetary issues. And this idea of being able to make requests to them and have something happen is what you know religion would call a prayer. And I don't like to use religious terminology because this has been so experiential what we're doing here that it's not based on faith. Although there's nothing wrong with basing something on faith. Just that that's a religious way of trying to bring the idea of God into people's faces. We don't use faith. I don't use faith because I've had so much direct experience that I don't need to use faith. But if faith brings you closer to God or closer to the higher realms, then it's more power to you. It doesn't matter. Whatever works. This work brings uh, more logical explanations to the conscious mind about how everything works. So, if this was interesting and you want to hear our sessions with these sources, then if you write this down now, I'll get your pencils, thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net is a website that lists all the phone numbers, which has about 2,000 um, sessions that are recorded through Terry. And it has the phone numbers to all of our conference calls. So if you go there, you can find the phone number, you can dial it, and also our Sunday call where we do these channelings is live on VBS, but you can see the schedule. So on that note, I hope I didn't ramble too much. I don't know. I hope I got my point across. Let me mute everybody. Unmute everybody. Unmuted. Thank you, from Seattle. Okay. Did I get my point across? You think, Cecil? Well, I didn't. I wasn't on the first to call, but uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. I think this is you. Pardon me. I think so too. You think so? What? I think you got your point across. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, the idea of karma and how you how to work with your karma, and once you work with it, and once you know what it is, and even if you don't know what it is, you can still work with it because you can get the idea of what it is through your patterns. Okay. When you keep a repetitive pattern in your life, you don't know where it came from. It's most definitely from a past life. So what we're going to do is we're going to hang up on this call, 
and call up our other line for Whole Planet Healing. And BBS is going to tune in to Whole Planet Healing and broadcast it. And uh, most people get a really good lift of energy on that call. And we've had certain miracles happen that I couldn't even believe were possible in the world. So, in any case, everybody's opened up. We'll say goodbye. We're going to disconnect this line. Thank you for being here, and thank you for listening on PBS. Again, we have all kinds of calls posted on thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. And all of our schedules are posted there. So, thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you all. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. Please announce yourself. There you go. You're live on BBS. Thank you for being here, BBS, and thank you and for all welcome. the listeners. Yeah. Welcome to the BBS listeners. Thank you all for being here. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. It's Wynn and Sedona. Hi, Wynn. Hello, Wynn. All the facilitators are here, and uh, I haven't heard Terry yet. And Kathleen, she was on just for a little bit. And Kathleen, Gar- Kathleen Garvey? Yes, welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in Austin. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, everybody. She said she misses us and she loves us very much. And uh, she'll be back as soon as uh, she gets better reception. All right, we are at 7.05. Thank you all for being here. Let's mute call lines. Muted. Wendy, you want to open up? Or you want Jackie yeah. to start? I'll open up because if anyone's okay. continuing to list, listen, uh, I'll have like an ongoing rapport. And Jackie, you're here as well, right? Yes, I am. All right, cool. So in uh, April 18th. The recording has started. Hi, this is Wynn again, and we just did that last hour, and this is, this is a totally different call. It's not like where I talk the whole time. Um, on this call, we created a a format where we bring in the energies of our sources and put in intentions to help shift some of the negative things going on on our planet. 
and it's it's kind of we also read Bonnie reads a little excerpt from one of the channelings we've done, which gives you a better understanding of our sources. And Jennifer goes through all the earthquakes of the day and we send calm energy to them all. And and it builds up and by the time we're finished, and I hope you'll stay to the whole thing, we bring this energy that we're working with into your home. And many people feel this great sense of upliftment and relieving themselves of some of their stress and anxiety. And uh, so we've been doing this for a while, and it's become a community, a community without bodies, <laughs> just voices and uh, energy. So Bonnie is like our concierge. She's going to walk through all the little sections with you and invite people to do their contributions. So go, Bonnie. Thank you, Wynn. Jackie, Jackie. Jackie. (laughs) Thank you, Wynn. You you gave a really great overview of this call. So I would just like to thank everybody for joining us, including our BBS radio listeners. Um, And even though you're on the radio, you are adding energy to the work we do on this call. So we really appreciate your... um, your help with the work we do and every the, all the energy you're adding. So at the beginning and of we're our adding call, energy. you know, if this is right for you, we'll be we'll be adding energy, or you'll feel energy come in on the call, and um, it will be it can lift the depression. It can it can give you insight to the universe. So hang in and try it one time. And we do it every night. Monday and Wednesday, we do it on BBS. And then during the week, we do it on our conference line. And if you want to get the phone numbers, you would go to thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. And go ahead, Jackie. That was a great addendum. So at the beginning of all of our calls, we uh, we uh, call in uh, a protective light. So we are going to now officially begin our call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted 
for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you, uh, Cecil. Well, uh, Winfrey and Terry Brown join us on this call every evening. And as you can imagine, they've gathered many, many experiences and stories since they were contacted by the Elohim so many years ago. And they take this opportunity on our call to share some of their thoughts with us. So, Win, welcome back to the call. Thank you very much. You know what? I'm going to tell a story that I happened to tell someone off today. Great story. And uh, we started one time. We were living near downtown L.A., and Terry and I were going to talk to the Elohim. And she kept saying, there's all this anger on the line. What's going on? And that never happened before. We always get right through and talk to them. And then Terry said, it's Michael Jackson. He's really angry because Michael had just died. And uh, he was... Um, he was uh, in the morgue about two or three miles from where we lived. Now, I didn't believe it was Michael Jackson, okay? I'm always skeptical. But I went along with it, and and I, I had a conversation with him. And I asked him if he could say how he wrote a song, because I'm a songwriter. And, uh, and he told me, and it sounded right. And then I said, could you, could you sing a song through Terry? And Terry started singing Beat It. Now, she didn't do a very good job, but she tried. And, and then I told Daphne about it. And Daphne then said, Michael contacted her. And, you know, she had a couple of sessions with him. And then she said, he told me why he's contacting us. He said that uh, I knew him in Egypt when I was an Egyptian pharaoh, and he was one of the court entertainers. And uh, and Nefertiti was my wife, and apparently Michael had an affair with Nefertiti, and I blew my top. And he said he forgave me. Um, and, uh, and then after I heard that, so I'm going to research this. So I start doing internet searches 
and I knew Michael Jackson, Egypt. And I find I found that they found a bust of Michael Jackson that was buried in the time of Akhenaten. And, and, it, and it wasn't Michael Jackson, it was an Egyptian. But it was, a, it was a striking resemblance to Michael Jackson. But then what really closed me was I found a video that Michael did some 25 years ago called Can You Remember the Time? And in that video, he was serenading Akhenaten and Nefertiti and he started making eyes at Nefertiti and Akhenaten called the troops after him. But he got away in the video. But when I saw that video, I was stunned. And I was sure it all had to be true. And on that note, I turn it over to Terry. And <laughs> Terry is the person who we are so grateful for, who brings in the most beautiful messages from our sources, beautiful, wise, profound, and enlightening. And go, Terry. The only thing about Terry is that she... I don't hear you, Terry. She has this amazing ability to forget how to unmute her phone. Are you there, Terry? Hello, Terry. Am I there? I'm here, yes. Okay, now I hear you, okay? All right, great. Yeah, so uh, it's really a joy to be connected with uh, this group and everybody and uh, feel the unity of intention for things to get better in our planet. I'm really honored to be part of it. Let, let's Thank all send you. Terry. Let's all send, what? Let's all send Terry some healing energy because he's talking. And uh, um, I think she's getting better today. But let's, I am. I'm getting better. Yeah. Let's take a moment and send you some healing energy. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you, Wynn. And, uh, well, I did not understate your introduction. That was a fantastic story. Love it. And uh, we love you, Terry. You'll be getting well. Mm -hmm. You're already well and getting better. How's that? All right. That's good. <laughs> so um, I would like, um, as you know, Terry Brown, who just spoke, is the person who brought forth the majority of the channel's conversations between the sources and Winfrey. And they're all archived on thespiritchannel.net. And uh, I encourage everyone to get over to that website where you can access a tremendous wealth of information by uh, hearing these, these channeled messages firsthand. Now, as Wynn already mentioned, every night on this call, we get to hear a reading of one of these channeled messages or something from a compatible resource. 
And we're going to join Bonnie from Corona, California, who is the person who brings this to us. She chooses something special to read every night. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us this evening? Hi, thank you. Okay, we are going to read from a transcript of a call that took place uh, September 29, 2010. And this was a Wednesday night question and answer call. And after Wynn called in the light, then we have a short greeting from Ra'an through Terry uh, before our first question. And this greeting is, we greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. This is Ra'an, and it is 29th of September 2010, and we are delighted to be with each and every one of you. We can feel some of the individuals on the line feeling our energies up through their crown chakra and a pressure coming down from the crown chakra as we greet each and every one of you on the line. We also make this greeting available to everybody that tunes into the call later or reads the transcript. And we are delighted and thankful to each person that is involved with doing the transcript and listening and just being there. We thank you so much for this connection. It is a fulfillment of our almost long lost goal of making a connection with the individuals in the third density. We sense your questions. Would you read them? And when Ben reads from the first question and he says, the first question has to do with soul age. Um, it is interesting that I have two questions in such a similar topic, and one asks, what part does soul age play in human development and the current developments on Earth? And the other question asks, does the infinite creator keep creating new souls and new forms of life even right now in this universe. And when also adds, I imagine that soul age would be the moment a soul gets individuated from all that is. Is that clear? And Ra'an through Terry answers, yes, that is correct. And then an individual when they become individuated, starts on their journey through the third dimension or the higher dimensions, often starting in the higher dimensions and then exploring further down to the lower densities and gaining experience in all of those realms. The longer an individual is within a density, the more that the individual gains in experience. So the greater the soul age, the more experience an individual has. 
whether an individual is able to move through the densities and still maintain the ability to become mobile and not interiorize and get stuck in one dimension, the more knowledge the individual will gain. There are certain parts of knowledge that helps an individual more than other experiences. One of the main experiences an individual can have is the ability to move with the situation and stay in the now. If an individual becomes sidetracked, and stuck off to the side in a stuck circumstance, even though their soul age may be great, they may not be gaining further experience as they are during that period, mainly grinding away and stuck. So to keep one's self open, one's heart open, and let experience go that are difficult experiences, but to not get stuck in them. This will be of an aid to this individual. The second question is, are their souls being created as time goes on? And the answer is yes. Part of the Elohim group of which we are a part are in the area of creating new bodies for individuals that are called from all that is to begin to experience within their own life and have a life as beings in a body. And they can then corral the life force and begin experiences to occur. It is not necessary for a body to exist for the individual to be born into the densities as a new form, as there are hidden electrical configurations that then can so order and bound the energy within a boundary, which then begins to break away and to move into its own experience without the benefit of a focusing mechanism, which is a body of some sort. That is our answer. And when asked, when new souls are created, is it part of the energy of the Elohim that is separating? And Ra'an answers, it is part of the energy of the one being of which all is that is separating. And it does not have to be within the realm of the Elohim. When does it take more than one Elohim with the same intention to create a new soul? And Ron answers, it is the intention of the part of all that is that is separating out that creates the new soul. When are there also new Elohim beings created in the same way? And Ron answers, yes, there are. And I found that pretty interesting. I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. I really love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Well, in the next portion of our call, we get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. And Jennifer researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. Why? 
because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events. They've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend Mother Earth is the energy of calmness. So relax into that feeling of calmness and let's join Jennifer as she guides us to each area of activity and let's radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. Tonight, I would like to invite Mother Earth to journey with us. If you're new on BBS and haven't done this before, just close your eyes and sit back and add your energy. And we're going to travel around the world and we're going to send calm down to the seismically active areas. The first place we're going to go tonight is Hawaii. Now, Hawaii today had um, a pretty decent day. Pahala always has swarming. There was a 2.9 there. And up on Mauna Loa, right on the very top, we had a 2.1. And then north of the island, um, it was in the sea, but there was a 3.1. And it was just off land. So we want to send calm down to the whole island and what is underneath the island that we cannot see. There's a lot going on under there. We have fault lines, fracture zones. There is a hot spot in this area. And also anything that we can't see that we don't know is there that affects it, like the energies from the ring of fire, because they're right in the middle. So we just send calming down again to our beautiful island nation. And thank Mother Earth for the good day that we did have. And then now we're going to move southward and we're going to head down to New Zealand area. The two islands of New Zealand today had a good day. They were in the twos and threes. We move up along the Kermadec Trench. We did have a 4.3. And then we're going to go westward now to Vanuatu where we had a 4.6. Now, this is on a trench line, and I'm, there's like four of them here. So if you follow me, it's, uh, I believe, the New Hebrides Trench and then over to the South Solomon Trench. But it looks like one big fault line that runs through there. So we come over to the Solomons, and we had a 5.6, also a 5.0 there. And then just following along that line, the Santa Cruz Islands uh, had a 5.3. You can see this whole region here um, is really active today. Moving westward over to the Indonesian region, we did have a lot of activity. Um, Fortunately, most of it was low. We did have a 5.2, and that was the largest. Moving north to the the, uh, Philippines, there was just recorded a little while ago a 6.2. And there were others, too, but they were all somewhat less. Now, what's interesting about, um, oh, there is a, let's see here, a 4.8, and this is at the north end of the Philippines. Directly on the same latitude, we have a 4.8 in Vietnam. It's across the South China Sea. And the reason I pointed out is if you look at it on the map, it, it follows one follows the other. So then we're going to move northward up to Taiwan. And we did have a 5.3 there. And continuing up to Japan, we had a 5.3. This was in the sea off Honshu. And this is the area that so often 
as multiple activities. And then moving north to um, Russia, the Kuril Islands, we did have a 4.8. And then now we're going to turn eastward and we're going to go across the Aleutian chain. Um, Alaska, surprisingly, had a real calm day today, 2.5 on the Aleutians and 2.1 on the mainland. So we really want to thank Mother for that one and send additional calm. Now, moving down into Washington, it was quite slow there, but we want to always, every day, even if they don't rumble, we want to send calm to Rainier, Mount Rainier, and Mount St. Helens. They very often are rumbling. And then coming down into Oregon, we did have some activity in the uh, Cascadia Basin. We did have a 2.2 out there. Now, this is right in that area, uh, the Mendocino Triple Junction. And then just a bit south from that, um, that would be considered off of California, I believe. On the same fault plate, there was a 2.8 at Petrolia. And then moving down into California, we didn't have anything that resembled a four, but we can send calming to the Geysers region and the San Andreas. And then all the way down to Southern California, where you guys just had really quite low today, under two, Southern California. So that's a good day. And then also on the eastern side of the state, we run from up by Lake Tahoe. We have the Walker area that is low level, Long Valley, Caldera, and also, of course, Ridgecrest, which is always forming. And then before we leave the U.S., I want us to send calm to Idaho, West Yellowstone, and Montana. They're all low, too low to mention seismicity, but there's some rumbling going on. And of course, we want to send our calming, loving energies. Moving straight down into Mexico, the largest I found was the 4.5. And then the rest of Central America had virtually nothing going on, very low levels. Moving down through South America, we only had threes in Chile. Nothing else worth reporting. And then around the tip of South America, the the southern tip, we had 4.8 at South Sandwich Islands. Now we're going to move up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, which runs right up the Atlantic Ocean, right in the middle. And we come up all the way up to the Norwegian Sea. It's above the Arctic Circle. We had a 4.3 up there today. And then moving back down, the uh, Mid-Atlantic Ridge to the Azores. We had rumbling going on there today. And not virtually very low levels in Europe till we get to Greece, where we did have a pair of 4.2s, one at Greece mainland and then one in Crete. And then we just had threes in Iran and a 4.0 in Turkmenistan. And that really was all there was for today. So as you can see, it is typically the ring of fire that causes most of the problems, and it is today as well. So we just send additional calm to the entire ring of fire because it's going to reverberate around to the West Coast. So we just want to say thank you, Mother Earth, and I'll send you guys all back to Jackie. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, um, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization in just a few moments. 
where he will direct our attention to many of the other issues that need our focus tonight. But first, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And if you are listening to us on BBS Radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd just like to thank everyone for your contributions and your service tonight. Unmuted. I would like to uh, put into all our healing assistance and protection for our beautiful mother, our human family, our flora and fauna, all the sentient beings. I would like to ask for their uh, full assistance for the maintenance of their world peace and assistance and protection for uh, children and animals worldwide for the highest and greatest good. Thank you. This is Roger. I want to put into the light my friend, Anna Lisa. Thank you. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I'd like to place the awakening of humanity into the light and ask the Elohim to support and accelerate our awakening so that the human awakening outpaces the plans of the negative elite to control and change the human race according to their own whims and benefits, to disconnect us from our spirituality and our relationship with the one infinite creator. In our awakening, let there be a grand remembering and a course correction and a new freedom to thrive. Thank you. Tom, Tom in San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell. Thank you. Uh, this is Wayne. Roger, that person you put in the light, could you um, give their location? Uh, she's in uh, Estonia. Estonia, okay. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to put uh, Elon Musk in the light again. And uh, that's interesting. I saw a, a news report from Tucker Carlson talking about Elon Musk and kind of saying he's letting it all hang out. In other words, he really has gone over the line in this uh, bid to buy um, Twitter. And, 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 and it's obviously a maneuver to create free speech and platforms for people that are very important to be heard that have been taken off of Twitter and other social media sites, but Twitter in particular has been a platform for um, <clears throat> movers and shakers and elite movers and shakers. So um, I just send protection to Elon Musk. I join you. Anyone else? Yeah. Anyone else before Jennifer goes over <laughs> to her healing list? All right. I would like Jennifer, to put myself you, into the... Perhaps you this don't. Is 
this is Cecil. I'd like to put myself into the into the light for healing of my shoulder and other aches and pains. Thank you very much. I, I quickly want to add myself to it as well. I'm still recovering. And thank you. Jennifer, your turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would like to put every single person on this call, whether it be on BBS or whether the phone line, I would like each and every person to put their concerns silently into the love light. I would also like to make mention of these people, um, Cecil, our dear friend Cecil and Betty, who are dealing with a lot, Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Joe T in Washington, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr. and Abby, Kathleen, our friend in Vermont, for healing of her injury, Maxalina in Ojai, Wynn and Terry, asking everyone to send them healing love like and everybody just send Terry an extra little burst so she can get over her cold. And I'd like to say thank you to the Elohim for blessings granted. Thank you. Muted. This is Gwen. Let me see if I'm unmuted. I am. And we're going to do our closing visualization where we are going to scan our entire planet in just a very short few minutes to try to make the most positive outcomes on a lot of situations that may not uh, end up in a positive outcome, depending on which way it goes. We already have situations that are not ending up in positive outcomes with the coronavirus, with the war in um, Ukraine. So we're going to start out by surrounding our planet with our group energy. And we request the Elohim group and the Ra group when our requests meet their criteria to add their energy and intention to what we're asking for. And we've seen them do this in the past, and we've seen some amazing things happen. So we're going to surround the planet, and we are going to send energy down through our position our group energy position and to the surface of the planet, asking to uplift anything which is able to receive this energy. We start out with the humans who are predominantly service to others who are doing what they can to lift the vibration and make a difference. We go to the children of our planet who are 
very sensitive to energies, young people, but not very wise yet. And ask as they get older, they get wiser, and they can see the truth in between all the deception that goes on on this planet. We go to the pets and the animals of our planet, and particularly the pets who help keep their owner's chakras open, their hearts open. We go to the plant way that receives the energy from the higher realms and move it through their leaves and their branches and their stems and their trunks through their roots and into the earth. We go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals who can hold very solidly the energy of the higher realms in the matrix of their their bodies, we'll call them. We go to the pets, not the pets, the insects, particularly the insects that are connected with the cycle of nature, like the bees, who are very important for life on this planet. We ask that they can maintain their survival and not go extinct in all the changes that are occurring. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We go now through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And as we have learned, the earth is alive and she has a soul or an energy body that's huge that goes through the entire interior of the earth and extends through the surface. And she has to process all of life on planet Earth. And some of the things that are happening with humans are not so easy to process, like missiles going off, like nuclear weapons going off when they do. And it's fracking. And so we send healing to Mother Earth And we send gratitude for letting us have these bodies on our planet. We go to the energy waves that travel through the planet that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we send 
calm energy. We go back to the surface of our planet. And we're going to go very quickly through the earthquake zones where there are potentials for earthquakes and volcanoes in the future. And we're going to send a column of light to each zone with calm energy penetrating through the ground. We start off with the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. And we send a huge column of light covering the entire area. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We send a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter big enough to cover all of the fault lines in that area, and we send calm energy as it penetrates through the ground. We go to the mid-Atlantic fault line, which stretches from the North Pole through Iceland, down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, as far south as the tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light along this whole fault line, penetrating through the water, penetrating into the ground underneath the water and sending calm energy. We ask our sources to help locate any other potential earthquakes and volcanoes anywhere on our planet and send this calm energy. And any earthquakes, volcanoes that need to occur because the earth is releasing stress can occur gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other circumstances on our planet that have been negative or could continue to be negative, and we put the energy down to turn them around, starting with the coronavirus, its mutations, and any other contagious pathogens that start to circulate. And we ask to render them all harmless.
We go to the immune systems of humans. And we ask that they can all be strengthened. We go to the toxins in vaccines and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to all the plans and plots of the negative elite that are working over time to create circumstances that are not in the best interest and the highest good of humans. And first we ask for any obstacles to be put in place that can slow or even stop their plans. Then we go to the awareness of humans who don't even know this is going on and ask that the information come to more people. And the what's the word, the discernment, to be able to sense positive and negative agendas. We ask that humans become more aware of the intelligence in higher realms and learn about their free will clause where you have to ask for their help so that more humans will ask. We go to the people who suffer on our planet by disease, malnutrition, loneliness, all the reasons people suffer. We send the Christ light energy so they have access to something that can pull them out of their pull their consciousness out of their experience of suffering. We go to the droughts and ask for rain in all those areas where there are populations and animals that the water holes, the reservoirs we fill, we make special mention of um, that lake in Las Vegas. that supplies water to Southern California, it needs Southern California and Las Vegas that has been drying up and we ask for rain.
we go to the governments of our planet and we ask for enlightened leadership that helps people feel safe and protected with qualities of benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage, integrity, and ethics. And we ask that all of those countries and groups that are adversarial with each other can settle their differences nonviolently. And in particular, we send the energy of peace to Ukraine. and to Moscow as well. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going on. We ask for transmutation of toxic materials, including radiation, chemtrails, Radio frequency waves, microwaves, and 5G, which are toxic to humans. Anything in food, air, water, or medicines, which is toxic, to be transmuted. We finally bring this energy back to ourselves. We see it flowing through the universe, through the galaxies, through our own galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies into the center of the earth. And I made a mistake. Coming down not through our bodies, coming down to our rooftop to start with. Where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home 
and move it around so it occupies every cubic foot of your home. Lifting the vibration of your home and clearing negativity, turning your home into a sacred space. We now bring that energy through our bodies, going from your feet, through your sexual area, through your chakras, all the way up to the top of our head. And we can feel that energy expanding in us, and even getting bigger than our body, that our bodies are inside that energy. And we can hold that energy for as much as we can in our life. I remind you that you're each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. We're going to end the verbal part of our call. Leave the lines open for anyone that wants to stay on our phone line. And if you're listening on BBS, thank you for being here. If you want more information about our work, go to the spiritchannel.net. The spiritchannel.net. Thanks to everyone who volunteers, and we'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.